Welcome to the Mississippi Golfer Podcast. From courses and tournaments to players and personalities, this is your home for everything Mississippi Golf. Let's get started. Here are your hosts, Paul and Matt. Hey everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Mississippi Golfer Podcast. Matt, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. It is Masters Week in November. I have liked some pictures I've seen on the Masters app coming out of Augusta this week. I think it's going to be super cool to watch. It's super weird, but it'll be super cool to watch. Yeah, this will be one of those once-in-a-lifetime things. Hey, remember that time back in November in 2020 when the Masters was in November? That's yeah. going to be what this is. <laughs> Got another one of those just to add the list of because of COVID. Well, you had no doubt they're going to get that course amazing. It doesn't matter what it takes. I mean, it, it, it's not going to be brown. I mean, you know they're going to find a way and do something. And the overseeding was the, you know, just it made a lot of sense. And I'm sure it's going to be amazing. You know, there'll be no grandstands. It's going to look different and going to feel different. But it'll still be the Masters. Yeah, it'll still be the Masters. And I still have – an appointment to watch that. I even told my kids last week, I said, kids, daddy's going to watch a lot of golf this weekend and you're just going to have to deal with it. We're going to have to take a Paw Patrol break. That's so, right. This is this is uninterrupted uh, golf watching week. Well, yeah. So before we get to, you know, just kind of talking about the Masters a little bit, we've, we've been on a little bit of a break, but we wanted to you kind of wrap up some things that have been going on around Mississippi this fall. Just a few, you know, a few tournaments, a few you know, some college stuff to chat about, and then we're going to talk a little Masters, and we'll go from there. Yeah, so with the, the Mid-Am had been postponed, and it was held the last week in October, so a couple weeks ago at Castlewoods, which I think the first time Castlewoods has hosted a, a statewide event in probably a long time. Yeah, and they, I mean, they did a ton of work and got, got it in really good condition. And, I mean, I thought, I mean, I live out that way, so it's fun to see the course. It's fun to see tournaments like that. It's kind of fun to – drive by and see you know all the all the mississippi golf association you know stuff out and it's it was ready for a tournament and it i think it held held out pretty well yeah i think so too um you know some of the names that we would expect um joe deraney pulled out the victory um he won by two over eddie brescher with uh it was a three-round tournament a little slow start 74 follow that with a 63 capped off by 69 to finish 206 10 under par uh, two ahead of Eddie, 67, 71, 70. So, I mean, 10 under par for a three-day tournament at Castlewoods. I, I mean, I think there's some challenging holes. I think it held its own pretty well out there. Yeah, and to see, I mean, and the weather was not great that entire three days. Right. There, was a, there was a couple of, you know, I was kind of surprised when I looked the first day and saw Joe's score of, you know, 74 or whatever you said. Yeah. Because it was probably one of the better weather days. Yeah. And he just went out and dismantled the course the second day. Which you can do if you get out there and you're playing well and you you hit greens and you can you can make some putts. So yeah, that, that's a course where you've got to put it in the right place. You can hit some good shots in some bad places, and you you you've got to know the course a little bit. You can you can put the ball in the wrong place uh, pretty easily. I mean, looking, I'll put up his scorecard here. He only had two birdies that day, and and four bogeys. So I mean, that's that's not normal for him. If you look at the next day, sixty three. Five birdies and two eagles. So, eagles <laughs> help a little bit. That'll that'll help the scorecard, and it was fun to see too. There's a lot of, it was pretty. You know, there was a, it was a good group out there playing. I mean, there was, yeah. You know, obviously at the top, it was, 
you know, they, they separated themselves a little bit, but then there were some, you know, some more local guys and some, some guys from, from all around the state that they came into play. And it, it seemed that, you know, it was a, it was a well attended event, especially in the midst of all the craziness. In the yeah. World. I mean, Joe and Eddie were well above. Yeah. Third place was even par, you know, 10 shots behind the lead, eight behind second. So, I mean, but I think it's pretty clear. Those, those are our two of our better amateurs week in, week out yeah, across the state. The, so, you know, yeah, Joe and Eddie are, you know, pretty far and above, you know, in the, in the mid am world, in this state, in the amateur world, they're, they're two of the best by far and two, obviously two of the best that competed, you know, that week. So fun to see that happen. And it's, I'm just glad they got to, got to play it. You know, like you said, it was, it was postponed, but it was also nice to see that they were able to reschedule and get out there and, and make it happen. Yeah. There was a women's division. There were a few players in that. Shannon Adams pulled that one that with a 16 over total, 74, 82, 76. So there were a few women out there playing as well. Want to mention them also? Yeah, for sure. And that's, you know, it's also, that's always fun as well to make, you know, <laughs> to see that they're out there getting to play and, and yeah. see that they're out there competing at, the, you know, on the same course, basically. Yeah. Um, so then the latest, uh, the Natchez Open, which is actually a professional and amateur tournament, um, they kind of play together, but there is a pro division. Uh, Hayes Weatherby from Hattiesburg won. Um, I think he went to Southern Miss. Uh, 10 under, 68, 68, 67. Uh, Casey Fernandez from Durant was one shot behind him. Then Ross Bell from Madison went to State. Uh, and then Austin Rose from Tupelo also went to State. Uh, Thomas Watkins was – Seven, uh, seventh place for Madison out at uh, Lake Caroline. So they got some amateurs in there too. So that was uh, that was out at Natchez. Um, you know, it's kind of a different kind of an open style event. We don't have a whole lot of those on our calendar. Um, so and then yeah, I think the the last event we we're going to touch on was the kind of the the club pros versus versus some amateurs. It went down. At Patrick Farms, yeah, the pros won that. Um, I'm not, yeah, it was just a group of professionals from, um, like a more like a Ryder Cup style tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, they were, I believe, the pros went up winning up by a point. I think it was twelve and a half to eleven and a half. Yeah, I think I saw that they had a big singles, the big 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 win in the singles event. Yeah, so I think it definitely came down to the singles, and those are just fun, different interesting events that um you know we, we have that you know get the pros and the amateurs and the club pros give them something to play in so i, I think it's great and you know it's you know they don't get a whole lot of opportunities to play in some of those events so yeah yeah I it's like just it. fun that have a bunch of you know and that's something that's that's great about the mississippi golf association is they have all different kinds of events that the people can compete in and, and play in and just be able to get out there and it, and they open it up for, you know, for everybody. There's yeah. all kind, you know, from the, like, like this pros versus the amateurs kind of Ryder cup style deal. They have, you know, father, son, four balls and scrambles. Yeah. And there's just, there's a little bit of everything. And then obviously you're going to have your amateurs and your mid ams and your, you know, and your senior ams and all of those things. They're going to have all of those, but it's really fun to see that, you know, it, it seems like, the golf association is doing a really good job putting, putting on a lot of events and, and all make kind of making offerings for everybody. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot to, to, uh, to play in and pick from. So that is good. And yeah, I think they're wrapping up the year there. I think there may be one or two events left, but yeah, there, I think not I think, much. I think, I think, I think the Brian cup may be left, but that may be it. So, yeah. And so as we, 
kind of transition out of the Mississippi Golf Association and into a little bit of college golf. It was a pretty, um, it was a pretty abbreviated fall season. I know um, a bunch of the schools, a bunch of the smaller schools, played in a couple of events around. Um, some of the junior colleges did the same, and then our SEC schools played, and it was a three tournament kind of event only against SEC schools. Yeah, they and, didn't. They really kind of kept to themselves, which I guess it worked. Um, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't do a whole lot. They played a lot more limited schedule. And, you know, a lot of times you see in the fall. You know, if you're Ole Miss, they'll go to to Cabo and they'll go to Hawaii and all that stuff is not happening this year. Yeah, so that's, they've that's not going down. You're going to travel around the southeast and you're going to play together all the time, and it's really going to be how it is. So. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, the the last one was at Alabama hosted um, at the old Overton, which is, is there one of their home courses. Um, you know, Ole Miss finished in fifth. Uh, Jackson Suber finished tied for first for individual. He shot 67, 65, 66. Um, the Rebels were, yeah, fifth place, followed by the Bulldog State. Was, they were ninth, um, about ten shots behind Ole Miss. They also were tied for first with Ford Clegg. He was tied for first, 66, 63, 69. Uh, then a couple another Mississippi Wilson Fur. He finished tied for 19th as an individual, 67, 72, 70. So, you know, kind of playing a couple just SEC championship type tournaments mm-hmm. where they're keeping to themselves, but you know, I think as a whole that turned out well, and it you know it is what it is, and you know they're just happy to be playing right now. Yeah, no doubt, and it'll be. I'm interested to see what'll happen in the spring. I don't know what kind of tournaments. I haven't seen any schedules come out. I think it's going to be pretty similar. I mean, I don't think they're going to do a whole lot more. Um, you know, venturing out. I'm sure they would like to, but I just I don't see that happening until really you get past this year mm-hmm. and into the 21-22 season, really. So, right, you know, I just I think this is how it's going to be. You know, it's it's the rankings. The first rankings come out in a week, um, so you know that's that kind of concludes their fall, and and yeah, they're just mm-hmm. happy they get to play at all. Whether you're happy they get to play, and I think. I I don't know how all of this eligibility stuff will work and whether this is a kind of a waste a lost year and they can you know not count it against their eligibility. I've heard all kinds of stuff. I don't know. I haven't done any research, but I'm just glad like you said they're out getting to play. Um and I'm I I hope they, you know, the same thing in the spring. I hope they get to get out and play and whether it's playing another set of tournaments against just each other or they get to you know branch out a little bit. That's great too. So yeah. just be excited to just be excited to have college golf keep going. Yeah. Um, not even at the high the highest levels, but also, you know, some of our smaller schools and, and junior colleges in the state who have, you know, really good golf programs. We yeah. don't want to see uh we don't want to see any any dip in that. So Yeah, all that's still going strong. I think everybody's pretty much wrapped up for the for the for the for the year i think most schools are going to be done with class at thanksgiving mm, so i mean I the year's pretty much over i think most everybody i think colleges for sure i don't i don't know of any in state that are going back after thanksgiving i don't think so I can, either that i know off the top of my head something that just popped in my head that we've missed since our last um since our last podcast ally mcdonald won an lpga that is event. true yes she did um and that is that's huge um that is you know Hats off to her. We know how hard she's worked, and it's really fun. It's always fun to be able to have somebody from inside the state to win a professional, you know, professional event, and not just a professional event, but a professional event at the highest level 
of your sport. Yeah, and she's been out there for a couple of years now, and you know she's from Mississippi and played at Mississippi State. So I mean, she's she's a true Mississippi product, and yeah, she won at the out at in, in Georgia out mm-hmm. at. Um, She's out of Reynolds Plantation. Yeah, Reynolds Plantation, just south of Atlanta, which I've played. That's that's a great yeah, little it's resort. A, it's a fun deal. I've been there as well. It's Three or four little courses there. I don't remember exactly which course they played. Though, now that I, I think about that, I can't remember either. But they're all really nice, and they're all none of them are super easy. So no, they're it's, not. It's it all is good. So yeah, definitely. Congrats to her, and and you know we will hopefully get to do more on that and. Um, just kind of follow us her season and you know she, she's done well the last couple of years she, yes. she played in the Solheim Cup mm-hmm. last time it was played last year and yeah that wasn't an out of the blue no performance by her by any means she is a very strong player on the LPGA tour and it's it's definitely fun to to follow her and we're gonna keep doing that for sure so so if we just if we pull away a little bit from Reynolds Plantation that's a smooth segue Matt well done <laughs> Just, just up the road. Just up the road from just Augusta, road or down the Augusta. road, really, yeah, a little bit more the, down the road. So, but it's it's weird. It is it is November tenth, and the Masters is this week. Yeah, it is a strange thing, but that doesn't mean I'm not checking out the Masters app, looking at the pictures that they've got. And I think I saw too. They're going to have every player of every shot covered. They did it last year. It is unbelievable. And I, I think they're, they're going to do it again this year, too. Yeah. So, I mean. It is one of those deals where you can go back and watch any player's round in about 12 or 15 Yeah, minutes. which I do that on baseball. The MLB.TV mm-hmm. does that. The condensed game. Essentially, you're going to have the Masters condensed. So, we could go back for, you know, the guy we're interested in, Andy Ogletree. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is his year for the Masters as the USAM winner. Um, you know, and hopefully he does well. We could go back and kind of watch his round. Um from every shot, which should be covered well because he's played with a guy named Tiger Woods. Yeah, when, he, when, you, when you play with the Tiger, you're probably going to get some TV coverage. So um, I'm excited to watch Andy. I did see today that, that the amateurs, one of those um, one of those perks of, you know, being an amateur playing in the Masters is you get to stay there in the, the crow's nest at, you know, on the on site at Augusta National, and I think because of COVID this year, everybody only gets to stay in there one That's night. That's what I've heard, too, yeah. Which, but Andy gets – I did see that Andy gets to stay on Wednesday night and roll out to the first tee on Thursday, okay. so that's pretty cool. That is very cool, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's the Masters, but I do kind of hate it for him that you're not going to get the full mm-hmm. experience that you really are hoping to get. Yeah, you get to stay in the crow's nest. It's not one night. It's not – you're all up there and just how much fun that would be. And, and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure that they're limiting the, the, you know, their time in the pro in the clubhouse and the hanging out. So you may not be able to have some of these players just hang around that you just can get a chance to talk to and, and interact with as you normally would. I, I don't know what that's going to look like, but I'm, I'm imagine that's kind of what, what will, will end up happening. Yeah. And I, it just, I've been to go like I've, you know, like we talked about the Masters app, I was scrolling through today just looking at, you know, pictures from today, um, and it's it's just kind of – it is kind of weird. Like, it's it's kind of, you know, like there's nobody out there in the practice rounds. They're yeah. going out in groups of three or four, and they're all just – you know, these guys have gotten used to the um, – they've gotten used to the world as it is right now, but it's – it's just interesting to see. But there are some events that just aren't the same. I mean, Augusta Nationals won't be the same with nobody out there. Yeah. I mean, because that's such a fun – it's, of course, it's so – it's just so packed and it's such 
Mm-hmm. I think the, the you know certain holes, especially on twelve. I mean, those are they're integral parts of the golf tournament, and you know that's not going to happen this year. Yeah, like I'm going to show Matt a picture right now. But if anybody's just kind of looking around at home on the Masters app from the Tuesday pictures, I mean, it's just so weird to see during the practice yeah. round. I mean, there's Jimmy Walker on the first tee all by himself, and there is not a soul out there. Yeah, just <laughs> just weird. But you know what? I'm we all have to watch it on TV pretty much every year right. anyway, so I'm good. Well, I think – I wonder how it will affect, you know, those that are members out there. I do think I heard on PGA Tour Radio they're going to maybe be allowed to come out there some, but it's it's not going to be the same for them either. And, you know, that's – Yeah, and I think it will be interesting – you know, I was just reading something like you take Tiger, who's not in the greatest form ever. No. Um, and Tiger has won more than – you know, they all feed off of the crowd, but I feel like Tiger is one of those that feeds off of a crowd more than, you know, most anybody. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see how he goes out and plays in a course that he's that he knows, you know. But without the crowd, without that kind of just energy that, that flows around Augusta National. Yeah. I think you can make the argument, too, on the opposite direction of – since there is less pressure and less crowd, does that open the door for younger, less experienced players that maybe that pressure will not be there to have a chance to win? Mm-hmm. I mean, we and we kind of saw that earlier this year with uh, oh, who do we see that with Morikawa? Yeah, when he won the PGA, when he won the PGA, like that's an, I mean, he made an incredible eagle, but if there's tons of people floating around right there, it could be a whole like who knows? Yeah, I but, think that that that. That heartbeat's a little higher. That blood pressure's mm-hmm. a little, a uh, little more intense. To where you've got thousands of people crowding around you, all watching you pull this shot off. Where in his situation, you know, it was still an empty golf course. Yeah, and it'll and, be interesting. I mean, because we've seen guys who have performed at the highest level as well. Dustin Johnson, one, you know, kind of comes to mind. He's been wearing wearing it out without people out there, but I mean, he kind of wears it out when there's people out there he might not yeah. have a pulse. So. Well, and I think the, the players that have been there, it, this won't really affect them as much, but it's yeah. the younger guys like a Morikawa or a Matthew Wolf or a Hovland or mm-hmm. some of those guys are that, that haven't experienced this at this level and that feeling that pressure of all those people eyes on you. Mm-hmm. That's, they can kind of dodge that this year. Yeah. No, sure. No problem there. With with these young guys, it'll be interesting to see, like you said, who's gonna who can compete with with the old seasoned veterans who are just, you know, that's the thing about the Masters. You yeah. always know where the pins are gonna be. You always know what the holes are gonna be. You know, it's one of those things like everybody knows and it's I feel like the younger guys, you've I've heard him say before, like it takes four or five times to go around Absolutely. Know, and play this tournament. To, to feel comfortable. I mean, you hear that at any tournament, but I feel like I've heard it more about a tournament like the Masters with, with some others just because of the – I mean, there's just some tricky things out there. Well, I think with the greens being as fast as they are and as much undulation, I think just the 50 yards and in mm-hmm. is something that you're not going to get in a nine-hole practice round for a couple of days before your first time out. I mean yeah. – not saying you can't have a hot day and a hot week and, and play well and get lucky and just things go your way. But as a whole, I don't think – I think you need a couple times around just to learn the quirks of it and where to hit the ball, where not to hit the ball. What, is this, what does this putt do? It looks mm-hmm. like it's going to do this, but really it does something completely opposite. 
Yep. And you have to go through that experience to, to, to know that. And these young guys, I mean, they're great at learning quickly and they, um, I don't know if they go, I have the, the green books this week or not. I think I saw where they weren't going to let them have green books. Yeah. There is, I'm not sure on that one, but it'll be, that'll be interesting for sure. I feel like as we kind of, you know, start to wind down this episode, I'd say we take a look at the at the power rankings here on the PGA Tour yeah, I, website. Let's look at this. I'll I think it's pretty through, wide open this week. Yeah, I'll kind of read through their power rankings, and then let's let's see if any of them stand out to us, <laughs> and then maybe maybe pick a pick a favorite. All right. So well, they've got twenty. They got Tiger Woods listed as number twenty. Yeah, he's got no chance. Lee Westwood at nineteen. Ian Poulter at eighteen. Terrell Hatton at 17. Yeah, Hatton's been playing well. He's been playing really well. Uh, Adam Scott at 16. He's been playing well. Yeah. As, you know, but he's kind of a – He's going to have to have a perfect week. He's going to have to have a perfect week, and he can't miss any putts. And yeah, that's not going to happen. He's known to miss a putt or two. <laughs> uh, Bubba Watson, who's actually been playing well, is at 15. Bubba's a wild card. I mean, he, he he's not a great putter, but he's figured it out twice out here, mm-hmm. and, and he can hit – shots that can go 90 degrees sideways yeah. i mean he he just makes it he can ball do what he needs it to do but it's all about short game with him yeah and uh 14 louis Usazen, uh you never know i mean that guy yeah. can just have a good week and he's right there he's very consistent yep uh 13's patrick cantley now i think we're really getting to the names that we could have we could pull Cantlay, I mean, he's won this year i mean cantley mm-hmm. is a kind of a sleeper pick i would say yeah, he is a very, very good golfer. Um, Hideki Matsuyama at 12. He can't putt well enough. No, I don't think. think he's got a chance, no. Uh, Jason Day at 11. He'll get injured. <laughs> um, right. Tony Finau at 10th. He'll do really good until Saturday. Yeah, he just he's, he can't close or hasn't been known to in these big events. And, yeah. But th- this this could be a this week could, that would be great for, for him. could be great for him. Yes. Yeah, you're exactly right on that point. Like. No, no pressure from fans and family and having to deal with all the things that these guys probably have to deal this with. This could be a perfect situation for, for Tony if he's yeah. hitting the ball well and can and can make some putts. Yeah, this it could be good. Number nine, Patrick Reed, no comment. <laughs> Move um, along. Number eight, Justin Thomas. He's a, I think he's always – Yeah. I mean, he's always got the game. And this good. is one that he wants to. Yeah. So he'll um, – this is it's his fifth appearance. He's still chasing his first top ten. I didn't realize he hadn't. Had yeah, a top he has 10. not done well in the Masters in the past. I mean, it, it this has kind of been the one that's kind of gotten away from him. That mm-hmm. um, he really wants this one. I I'm a Justin Thomas fan. I would like to see him win. And I think he will. As yeah, I don't know. I don't know when. Yeah. This this could be the year though. Uh, Xander Shoffley. This is number seven, and he's just always around. He's always there. And I just remember, like, and it seems like yesterday, but I'm sure it was probably six years ago at this point or eight. <laughs> he was, I mean, he had a run at the end of the cornferryweb.com, Hooters, whatever it was right, called at, at that the time. Point. Yeah. He had a run to barely get his tour card right at the end of a season and has just been unstoppable yeah, since then yeah he's one that he can at any week he can be he can be the guy and yeah you know i know he wants one of these too yeah, uh number number six is the hulk uh bryson DeChambeau. that's gonna be interesting um i mean if he can do what he thinks he can do there is a very good chance that he could win well and there's something will he break augusta uh, 
I don't think he will. I mean, I did read yesterday that he played 13. Th- he hit three tee balls off of 13. One of them he hit in the trees. And then the other two he had 127 and maybe 135 yeah. in on a par five. And I think he's playing it under the 14 fairway or some something crazy. I did see that. He has to yeah. hit up over the trees. I'm, props to him. I mean, yeah. he, is, he has gone and done his thing, and he has done it well. And I guess he has gone with the the longer driver. I know there was I haven't really heard that confirmed, but yeah, I haven't heard if that's what he's doing. But this will be this um, is almost like it's his to lose at this point. Yeah, because I'll, of I'll all be the hype. Yeah, all the hype. And I just like you said, it's it's the short game. Like if you can get it to 125 yards, you better knock it to six feet. And his his and putter can go a little squirrely sometimes. Yeah. It, it, he's not necessarily always on with with this with this putting. Yeah, so I'll be – I mean, that's an interesting to watch. And then the top five here are Webb Simpson, who's just – who's played very solid yeah. after a few shaky years. Um, I, I'm i just interested in it. Like, yeah. people like Webb Simpson. Yeah. The PGA Tour app likes Webb Simpson. He, he Yeah, you're right. He does get a lot of uh, a lot of love in the but rankings had, and things like that. But he has won twice in 2020. Yeah. So, uh, Brooks Kepa, number four. Yeah. Um, he He's one of those that – Shows up and plays in the big events really well. Um, and that's really all you can say. Rory, McElroy number three. Yeah. This is the only one he's missing. And he, I mean, I, like you said, this is his thing. Number two, John Rahm. Um, yeah. He made a hole in one, skipping it across the water on 16. <laughs> is that today. a good omen or a bad omen? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he's going to try that during the tournament. I would, I would hope not. But he, I mean, he's got the game to win at any time, and he's also got the game to just blow a gasket. Um, at any time as well, and then their number one in their power ranking is Justin Dustin Johnson. Yeah, I mean you can't you can't go anyone but him right now. I don't think. Yeah, listen listen to this. Their their commentary on Dustin Johnson in the last six events, bracketing a month off that included two missed starts due to COVID nineteen. He's only lost to eight golfers. <laughs> that I mean that's unbelievable. Yeah. So I'll but, be. I'll be interested again. Like he's kind of one that's always he's been hyped up a bunch of times yeah. going into Augusta, and it's never. But he's never. He's kind of yeah. like Justin Thomas. I don't. I'm not. No, I, I say can't. That and I think he finished second last year. So. Yeah, but up until that point, he had really not mm-hmm. done well in Augusta, and you know he's obviously long ball, and and Augusta lends to some of that. But it's it's also the the strategy, and you got to have the accuracy, and you got to you got to have a short game, and you got to yeah. putt. Um. I don't know. I I will be an interesting week, and I'm super excited to watch anybody not on that list. Yeah, that makes you um, gives you a little bit of a pause. That say, ah, oh, I need to. I think they might have a chance. I don't think anybody that's not on the list, but I think there are some other people that have been playing well that could be just you know wild cards. Take a guy like JT Poston. Mm-hmm. Played really well this year. Got got a victory. Um, you know, I, I, those one the ones that really haven't played. I'm not sure if he's played in the Masters at all. I I don't have his stats yeah, in front of me, but I don't either. He may have played last year, but I can't remember. Yeah, but is he going to be? And, and there's always kind of that wild card that you know, how is that guy in the, in the top five or right? You know, and then is a guy like a Matthew Wolf or Victor Hovland or any of those or Cameron Champ. You know, will any of those young guys really step up and have just the week of their of their life? And then 
you know, another guy that didn't get mentioned, you know, Ricky Fowler. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, yeah, he, he hasn't, hasn't had the best year. He hasn't had a great run over the last year, year and a half, but it'll be interesting. And then the other one, the, you know, the conspicuously absent from that list is Jordan Spieth. Yeah. I mean, can that guy duct tape a duct tape of four rounds together and win the Masters? I don't know. Uh, He's going to have to have he can, a miracle week. But who know, like what if it's you know, what if it is? What if he's he's got the game that can do it? Um but I'm not picking him. No. I'd love to see it, but I'm not picking him. No. So He's crawling out of a of a deep dark hole that mm-hmm. he just can't get to the top well, of. And I just hope that he can find his way out of it. I really would like to see him come back into form a little bit and and continue to play. Like you can't it's it's there still and I'm just It's yeah, it's there. I just hope I hope he finds it and I'm you know, I root for him and excited to to watch him play. As, yeah, as always. He's so. done it before and I mean he knows how to play he's got the knowledge for that golf course. Mm-hmm. It's just will the actions cooperate? Yeah, will, <laughs> will, will they work yeah. together? And can he have that week? And then another guy. <clears throat> I, what's Phil gonna do? Yeah, you know, I don't know. Drink CBD coffee walking <laughs> down the fairway. I, I mean, I, wearing his aviators. It'll be interesting. I mean, I mean, he, he's you'd never know. I mean, he no. could come out there and you just. I mean, there's no tell. It's almost like the tale of two Phils: yeah. the Champions Tour Phil and then the PJ Tour Phil. Yeah, and, it, and it, but this, I mean, it's not like he's not going out there not trying. No, but so. it's. I just. It's really strange that watching him he looks great on the champions tour mm-hmm. and i get the courses aren't as long the competition you can say what it is but he's played well and he's looked pretty strong but he's had some rough weeks on the on, yep. on the pga he's tour had some rough weeks on tour and i mean but this is i mean there's a place where he's won it's a place that he knows it's a place that is not too long for you know what no. i'm saying like it's it's not oh you can't play out here senior tour guy like yeah you can you can compete i mean fred fred couples will and Charlie Hoffman will always and, uh, have you know, good. Tom Watson was up there really mm-hmm. high a couple of years ago. Maybe been five or six years ago now. Yep. But I mean, those guys that have the knowledge, they can play the course. They can play the course. It's not too long, and they're not going to make huge mistakes, right? And that's where can a guy like Phil, whose driver can go anywhere at mm-hmm. any point in time, yeah, if he can keep it remotely in the fairway, what's going to happen? Yeah, and that's going to be interesting to watch in a whole separate. He's not going to win. No, but will he make the cut? Mm-hmm. I think the same thing with Tiger. Like, yeah, love to see Tiger make the cut. I don't know if he will. I mean, I don't think he's playing bad. He just hadn't played enough. He hadn't played enough, and he hasn't played great when he's been out no, there. But he hadn't, he hadn't played much, and that's. I mean, that's we knew whether there we knew are issues. Get, yeah, we knew we we're going to get with Tiger going going yeah. forward. Like maybe he's having more back issues yeah. than people are. He's letting on to, or mm-hmm. maybe there's more to that that he's wanting to talk about. But, yeah, and he's never he doesn't ever play a lot, but. He has played. I, I thought he may come out to Houston. I'd heard somebody yeah. that he was thinking about playing in Houston last week just to play um, because he has not played well. I guess, mm-hmm. gosh, when was the last time he played with it? That tournament at Sherwood? Was that the last yeah, one he I played? Think so, yep. I think that so. was it. So, yeah, and it'll, be, it'll just be interesting. So, so as we – let's close this out. Who you got? This is tough. There's who I think to win and who I would like to win. <laughs> there. <laughs> They're not necessarily the same. I mean, I, John Rahm, I think, is, is probably my – if I had picked who I think will win, 
I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with him. Yeah, you can give me that. Who you think who you think will win and who you want to win. <laughs> I, I think Rom. I'm I'm tempted to say Bryson, but I don't I don't think he can pull it all together though. I mean, I, I think Rom is is there. He's he's he wants this one too. I mean, he's done a lot. He wants a green jacket. Um, I would love to see Justin Thomas take this one. Yeah, that's I would like to see him win. Um, he he can definitely do it. Um, the other kind of one beat of that was you know for McElroy to, to to get that career grand grand yeah. slam. And he's one like that's he's my pick that I think that's who I want to win. I want Rory to win. I've enjoyed following his career. Yeah, I think he's in a good spot. I'd love to see him put it all together this week and and win. But I, I mean, and he can fall in that. Like I think who may win it might be Dustin. Yeah, I think Dustin Johnson has. I mean, he's 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 primed for this to be he's his primed. time. He's been playing. He's put himself together. I think. But I think out of that list of people we just named, we may have a winner out of that group. Yeah. You know, there's there's a strong possibility that there could be a winner out of that group. So I'm yeah. uh, I'm excited because it'll be it will be early golf because it gets dark so early. It does get dark it, early. <laughs> it will be early golf. There will be some football. I saw some SEC games got canceled today because of COVID. Yes, they did. So that's okay because we have the Masters. And then we have game day at the Masters. That's going to be interesting. We we didn't mention that yeah, yet. I'll be interested to see how they pull that off. That's kind of a. I feel like that's a well, marketing ploy. I well, know. I mean, if you're these guys, I mean, this is you never have this chance again. Yeah, do it. Why and, not? And they've got the contract, and they've got the football guys. Do it. Why not? I think yeah. it'll be cool just to do something different, and yeah. and yeah, you know, there won't be another November Masters. No, there won't be another November Masters. This will be great. Um. Super excited to watch, super excited to, you know, just see how it all plays out. And we'll be back, you know, in about a week and we'll we'll kind of wrap it up and, and recap a little bit and talk about some stuff going forward. So Yes, yeah, it'll be fun to watch. Good luck to Andy Ogletree. I'd love to see him, you know, make the cut and make a run at that that low amateur. Um yep. he's got some tough competition though. There's yeah, some there's good some, amateurs in this some field. Good amateurs in this field. So good luck to Andy. Um everybody enjoy your master's week and map we will uh we'll see you next time look sounds good thank you for listening to the mississippi golfer podcast be sure to subscribe on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts want more find us online at msgolfer.net and also check us out on twitter instagram and facebook 